But here they were. Yes, that's our son. Yes, that's that. But who healed him? We don't know. He's got lips. He's not dumb. He can speak. <laughs> Keep the questioning to him and leave us out of the picture. We weren't there. <laughs> yes, we are his parents. We gave birth to him. That's the only part we played in this whole situation. Everything else that resulted in our son seeing, we're out of it. Nadia, I can think of those Pharisees with their gowns and their robes, you know, asking these poor people what happened to their son. And they are so intimidated. They say, ask him, he's of age. He's of age. He can explain to himself. Instead of dancing, I say, my, my son can see now. They were also scared of them. Thank you. That goes to the next verse, Kim. Read the next verse. Yeah. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For already the Jews had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Christ would be put out of the synagogue. That is why his parents said, he is of age, ask him. Exactly. Can you imagine your soul's talking religion that you would stay in such a synagogue when it's your own son that got healed? See, this miracle is personal, but you're so caught up in being part of this synagogue, being part of a group, but this group does not believe in God's miraculous power, does not believe that Jesus is the son of God, but you have a personal experience because this child you had could not see. And in all of your experiences, even through all the teachings about the prophets, there was never a story like this. And then God chooses this story to become your story. And instead of embracing it and embracing God, this is your opportunity to go for Jesus and be saved and choose Jesus the way, the truth, the life. And you turn that down because you want to be part of a synagogue. What a missed opportunity. Exactly. And it happens today. We stay in communities, in structures. We want to belong, so we keep our words very few. We keep our belief in Jesus Christ, the extent of our belief in Jesus Christ, very muted. We are afraid to display the light that we are because we don't want darkness to be threatened. Or because we want to be in cahoots with the darkness. Spiritually, you don't understand that you're cutting yourself off from the light himself. So, Nadia. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, in society, a lot of people just don't want to go against the grain, like you said, because they don't want to be ousted or they don't want to be different. But who says that society's way is right? Who, who allows society to make the laws? you know, for, for everybody else, you know, in the world and town. So there could have been all kinds of reasons why instead of looking at the man being healed, they're looking at the fact that it was on the Sabbath because that was their laws. But who are you to say that someone can't be healed on the Sabbath? Exactly. And it, he did it when, when Jesus healed the man. Yes. That should have shown you that the most important thing here, you're not even looking at. You're looking at your little society rules that you made up, but you're not looking at the fact that a man got healed. And that's the whole point. It doesn't exactly. matter what day it is. If somebody is in need of something as Christians, as people of God, we're supposed to do it. 
Exactly. Are you really supposed to let somebody just fall by the wayside because it's the Sabbath? And and man made that the Pharisees made that rule, you know, yeah, about the Sabbath, all the little rules that they wanted. So no, if someone needs is sick, you're not going to leave them sick and laying by the wayside or, or dying or not healed because it's the Sabbath. You oh, oh I'm gonna have to come back tomorrow, and uh, you know, you know, you you don't do that, you know. Yeah, thank you for that input. So now, are we gonna choose to go with what society wants? Or what the religious systems of our day has accepted? Or are we going to be kicked out of the synagogue? Because trust me, all those disciples following Jesus were kicked out of the synagogue. It's not easy for parents of this guy to totally cut themselves off of anything concerning their son's sight as though they weren't happy about it. As though it wasn't something to be rejoicing over. And embracing this man who healed their son. As though it wasn't something that you and I will be talking about thousands of years later. Like this is monumental. Are we missing great opportunities of displaying the power of God? Because we want to belong to certain systems. Are we separating ourselves from the power of God present in our lives today? Willing to be manifested in our day-to-day encounters. Have we turned a blind eye to that? Feeling like that season is over or that is meant for only a selected people. Have we made that kind of choice today? That's why we're not seeing God's design in people's life happen because this was this man's design. One person healed him. Look at the number of people that were against his healing. Could it be that because of that opposition, you will not even dare to pray over a sick person. Could it be that because of that opposition, you won't even dare to be acquainted with Jesus on that level? You know, it's always cool to say, oh, I'm Christian. Yes, I believe in Jesus. But when it gets to the depths of what makes Jesus Jesus, what makes you and I light, because he's saying that daytime is when you and I should be working. And it's daytime now. Are we working? What are we working? What have we been working? It is daytime now. Night is coming when we cannot work. So I want to urge every one of us, we got to work. We got to work. We're not going on a mission trip to Africa. No. We're going to be working every day. Because it's daytime. This is our opportunity to work. Because we are the light here. You are the light here. It is not a shameful place to be. It is not even a place to entertain unbelief. Here, we have a community that will believe to the extent that Jesus believes because as he is, so are we in this world. The night will come. But then we won't be here because we are the light. Are we shining the light in all the places of darkness? Even to the point that the light of Jesus was revealed upon this blind man. The darkness was still opposing the light. You and I aren't working because we're scared of the opposition from the darkness. We're scared of being rejected. We're scared of not being believed. They couldn't believe this man. He went on and on and on. They literally threw the man out of the synagogue. Are you willing to follow him to the point 
of believing him with your whole life that you don't care who throws you out of their mind, out of their caucus, out of their community? Are you willing to go to the length that Jesus would go? Are you willing to allow him use you? Are you willing for his light to shine through you? Are you willing to be the many vessels he saw shining upon the face of the earth that gave him the comfort to leave and say, I'll send the Holy Spirit. It's better for me to leave. He saw that it was better for him to leave so that he can have all of us bright lights in the midst of darkness. And darkness never will comprehend this light. But this is who we are. And so whatever belief systems, whatever has been locked up in our culture or even in our religious structures that has limited us, how can there be thousands of us in all the structures and yet we're not seeing miracles, yet we're not seeing healings, yet we're not seeing the move of God in a powerful way. How can there be so much light and none of us working? Could it be that the darkness has beclouded us? Could it be that we have unconsciously chosen the darkness in order not to look weird or to be a castaway? Could it be that we have suffered from a lack of belief because of the many years of throwing out the light? And casting out the light, can we now be the city that is set on the hill that will not be hidden? Mary had a dream. We were on this elevated place, and there were people worshiping. And then there were people being slain in the spirit, and then they were coming towards us. We were at the back, but we were on an elevated place. And as they started coming towards us, this man dressed in suits and all religious was very upset. And very arrogantly, he told us to hide. Told us to hide. Because these people were coming towards us. The people that were filled with the Holy Spirit were coming towards us. And this man, seeing them coming towards us, was so upset. And he said, hide. Very arrogantly. There is a religious spirit. Yes. It's among the people of God that is telling you to hide your light. Jesus is telling you to set it on a hill. He's telling you that without you, night will come. He's showing you your importance. He's showing me and us our importance here. So let us take hold of this and make every day count to pursue the same things that Jesus pursued. To believe everything that Jesus believed. And to walk with him in the exact measure that he walked. Nothing less. Because it's no longer I or you that lives. But Christ Jesus. He lives in us. This life is Jesus. So Father in the mighty name of Jesus we just come to you. And Lord, we humble ourselves before you. And we thank you, God, because the entrance of your word brings light, brings light. You are the light. You bring light to us as we read your word. 
and we are already light and so we attract this light. This is why we love your word. This is why we come to hear your word. And we ask, oh God, that as we begin to understand that there is a system in darkness, even amidst people who believe in you, we have come under a covering that rejects miracles, that rejects to see the power of God, the glory of God displayed, a system that is comfortable with nice words and religious activities. Lord, we repent for partnering with this systems. We partner with you, Jesus. And so we ask for a renewal of our minds right now. We ask for a cleansing of our minds right now. We ask for the miraculous through our lives right now. We ask for the light of God revealed in our lives right now. We come against the spirit that wants us to hide. The spirit that is commanding us to hide. We command you to bow in the name of Jesus. We command you to bow to Jesus, to bow to the name of Jesus. We command you to stay clear of this mighty move of God that is happening through us right now. We say that we are here for you, Jesus. Break through every lies of the enemy and cause us to function fully with you. And so, Lord, we come in agreement right now and we begin to activate what you do in our sister's life right now. I want each of you to just stretch out your hearts in faith right now. And let us activate this healing power that is mighty within us. People of light, women of light, men of light, right here, right now. Stretch out your faith for healing. Command that spirit that is coming against her sleep to leave. In the mighty name of Jesus, there is a name, the name of Jesus that is more powerful than insomnia, than every brokenness, than every depression, than any fear, any anxiety, any loss. We command each one of you to begin to bow in the name of Jesus right now. We decree that the word of God that says that my beloved will have sweet sleep is your portion. We release this healing upon your life right now. Yes, I receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, every agreement with the opposition, with the darkness, we break it right now. We surround our sisters as light beings. As light beings, we illuminate the light of Jesus over you. We are all shining bright around you. I want each one of you to begin to shine right now. Like a firefly, like I told you, all you do is to shine. Nothing can stop your light. Right now, begin to reveal that light. Begin to shine it upon our sister right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command insomnia to disappear. You have no place in this light being. We come shining forth the glory of God. And in the name of Jesus, we remove your authority off of her life. And Lord, right now in the mighty name of Jesus over everyone here,
that is suffering with one challenge or the other, one infirmity or the other. We shine around you, Mare Casa. We dance around you in the glory of our Father, the light with whom is no darkness, with whom there is no shadow of turning. We shine around you. And we ask, Spirit of the living God, begin to restructure, begin to create, begin to restore. Begin to restore your image, Lord, as it was in the beginning, as it is when the power of God moved into the life and the body of Jesus and brought life because we are crucified with you. Because this life is now lived in Jesus, we decree that these lives are whole, restored, and that no demonic stronghold in the bloodline will speak over the voice of Jesus. Jesus, 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 may every fiber in your body receive Jesus and his restoring power right now. He's creating power right now. Yes, Jesus. For the glory of God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I want every one of you to feel yourself pouring into them. This is work that you are doing. You are the daylight. You are the light. Hallelujah. You are included. Every one of you is included in this works of Jesus. Yes. And together we will do greater, greater. We will not stop until the glory of God is revealed in every one of us and all those around us. We will not stop because like this man was blind so that the glory of God will be revealed. Everyone that is struggling in one way or the other, let that glory that Jesus speaks of because we are here. Because we are light and because we come into agreement with you, Jesus, let that glory be revealed in every one of their situations. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share. And see that God's truth is released upon those you love. To see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence. Moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.